What a crazy week of football. I know we say it every week, but honestly, this was probably the most crazy, wild, words can't even describe this football weekend, this sports weekend. There is so much to unpack. It's been a while since we recorded. We missed last uh, last Pickums episode. Should be a fun time. This is KNA Football. Austin. So, as I said, I mean, crazy weekend. There was insane amount of stuff from from the Thursday night game that was a decent game to, yeah. to Saturday, which was some insane games we'll get to, obviously. To uh, the World Cup final on yeah, Sunday. That was great. To, um, <laughs> to the Sunday 1 o'clock games, great. And then the 4 o'clock games, crazy. I mean, it was the most crazy. I can I can say the most crazy, the craziest um, football week I've I've ever watched. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. Like you said, the Thursday night game was entertaining. It wasn't crazy. You're like, okay, we got football going on, and then Saturday came and it came swinging. It was amazing. I can't can't wait to talk about that. Um, but first, as this is football podcast we want to give the majority of our attention as debbie so kindly reminds me almost every week we want to give the majority of our attention to the nfl i will briefly this will be yeah i will actually that's true make them stick around stick around for it stick around to the end of the podcast to listen right. to austin's little recap of the world cup final i will say i'm not even a soccer fan at all and i watched the end of the game and it was actually like it was pretty cool i'm not gonna lie as always, we have Debbie behind the camera answering your questions. So if you have a question or something and you want to put it out in the live chat, feel free. Debbie will try his best to see the question and yeah. portray it to us. Yeah, Debbie is attempting his best to eat dinner. And so what we want from you guys is to just absolutely flood <laughs> the chat with so many comments that Debbie is never able to actually eat his dinner. That's what we want. <laughs> oh, yeah. Start we, we have a new new kind of setup. Debbie, I mean, it's the same thing pretty much. Yeah, but you guys see the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but Debbie's got a nice, huge, like, <laughs> massive Mac over here. Literally the size of our screen. But, like, it's a lot cleaner in this room. It feels like a whole new KNA football. It does. It does feel really new. I can't say that I particularly like it. Obviously, it feels nice having everything clean. We got some cable management going on, which is... Definitely an upgrade. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that kind of means that like the general vibe of like the dirtiness of the room has Bro. has left, which makes me a little uncomfortable. It makes me feel almost like you like walk into a job interview, right? It's a new place. The place is like clean and shiny. You have to talk to this mm. new guy you're interviewing for a job, and you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. That's not very comfortable. It's not like mine. That's what this kind of feels like. Yeah. And one more thing now before we jump into the recap. Thank you so much to everybody who voted on the weekend uh, poll little thing that yeah. I did. We didn't have a Pick'em episode this Friday or last uh, Saturday, I guess. So I made, I spent a crazy amount of time, more time than I would have liked to have spent, making these like 
if you didn't see, it was like a bunch of these polls that we put out for each game with awesome, nice picks, and you can vote. And, even, and I said, even if you don't know football, it would just be greatly appreciated to just go vote. I mean, no one's going to care. I mean, we don't, we're not, we don't judge no one. We're just happy you voted. And a lot of people went out and voted. I very much appreciate it. And tonight, when I get back to my house, I'm going to go through and I'm going to look and I'm maybe going to post on the Instagram like a couple of like the people who did the best. Yeah, maybe we'll just, do like top yeah. three. We finished and, top three. Right. And if and if you want if you want me to suffer and do that every single week, let us know and maybe we'll do that every week. I mean yeah, I like I like Yeah, I like all enjoy the, per- the participation. Yeah, I enjoy the participation. It was a lot of work, but it was worth it. And yeah. yeah. It's it's a it's a good day, you know? But yeah, let's get into the recap. The K and A week recap. All right. So the first game was the Thursday night game, the Seahawks and the 49ers. It started off as kind of just a normal football week. I mean, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. The Niners won twenty-one to thirteen. Um, Brock Purdy continues to be uh, Mister Relevant. Yeah, Mister Relevant. Yeah. I mean, I know Debbie posted something on his Instagram, like a whole thing about. Brock Purdy going to yeah like a thing about like him going being like a backup at Iowa State ending up being a starter there being the last pick in the draft all this stuff and it's just like it's insane how how great his story I guess is. yeah my worry for Brock Purdy is that he's a product of the Shanahan system I really I really don't want that to be the case I have this deep dark feeling that that is the case in that it's one of those things where even Shanahan knows it, where it's like Brock Purdy is good because of the system they have in place in San Francisco, because of the weapons they have, and all Brock Purdy needs to do is not turn the ball over. I think that he's playing better than Jimmy Garoppolo I, I agree. has. Yeah. Um, we haven't obviously seen Trey Lance play at all. I'd like to see Brock Purdy maintain being the starting quarterback for the 49ers into next year. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but I have this deep thinking feeling that if Brock Purdy were to not be the starter in San Francisco, and they obviously signed Jimmy G to a couple of year deal being a backup, a couple of year extension. So a, if they were to not roll with Purdy next year and he goes somewhere else, I'm afraid that he might not look as good. Um, but regardless, the San Francisco 49ers won this one, 21-13, as you said. Um, game started pretty regularly to be completely honest um san francisco started out with a early lead um seahawks kind of clawed back a little bit uh 49ers scored one last touchdown to slam the door shut and that was it normally you know i feel like we might give a more in-depth analysis but knowing yeah knowing what's next it's hard to get excited about this game it is I mean, this was. A, I mean, it wasn't like a bad game. I mean, there were some bad games this week that we'll obviously have to get to. There were. But like, bad this games. was still. I mean, Niners' offense looks so fun. I think uh, Geno Smith. He the lately he's really like, he's been on a real decline lately. Kind of yeah. showing that it was kind of just like a little bit of a, not a fluke, but like he is just a backup or maybe a very high, very very high end backup or low end starter. Like he's not like your yeah. franchise guy. He had a really close game with the Rams, who haven't been good all season. He lost last week to the Panthers, who aren't a good team. And then, I mean, granted, the Niners are great, but didn't play great against the Niners. So, I mean, 
But right now, the thing you said about Brock Purdy, potentially how he might be just from the Shanahan system, and if he leaves, might not produce the same. I think right now, he's just kind of got to live in the moment. I mean, he has a chance to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He does. The NFC is not crazy talented. There is an injury now in Philly. Completely could shake up the playoff picture. Mm -hmm. He's got a legit shot to go maybe win his team a Super Bowl. Live in the moment now. Worry about when time gets there. I'm excited for the for the playoffs are close. Yeah, it's getting really exciting. It is getting very exciting. Like I was looking today, like right now the potential playoff matchups, and it's like, man, that would be a great game. That know, would right? be a great game. That like, like I know me and you, we got together, me, you, Sue Ellen, and a couple others got together over on Saturday to watch the Bills and the Dolphins game. Yeah. We're like, oh, that's gonna be a great game. Let's get together and watch it. And literally, like, looking at the schedule, it's like, oh, I could get together with my friends for this game, this game, because they're all such good games. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting. It is really exciting, and I'm really looking forward to the playoffs, but that's not to wish away the rest of the season. Oh, for sure. Now, this next game is one for the ages. <laughs> for sure. If you were to look at the score of this game, and even just look at the statistics for this game, you don't look at the... You don't look at anything else. You look at just the statistics, player by player, team by team. You'd say, wow, what an offensive showcase. 39-36? That's a lot of points that were scored. Man, this must have been a really entertaining game to watch. And you would be correct, but for the wrong reasons. The Colts. I don't understand what happened. Like, I was getting really nervous because I've been a little high on the Vikings recently, you know, like a lot of people are saying, you know, they're potential frauds, you know, they come out of all these close games, but they don't really deserve it. How they're winning. No one really knows, but like they're a first round exit in the playoffs. And I'm like, I don't think so. Is their defense good? Not really. Is their offense good? Yeah, very good. And I'd like to see them make it in second, third round of the playoffs, but that's about it. Colts came out. And we're like, yeah, Vikings are frauds. And oh, yeah. uh, and Jeff Saturday on a Saturday. And is... Jeff Saturday on Saturday is elite. Yeah. Jump out to a 33 nothing lead at halftime. It's, like, I left. I left to go referee yeah. a soccer game. I turned, I mean, I didn't turn the game off, but I went downstairs to play Madden with my brother. I mean, it, I've never seen a worse start to a game. It doesn't matter if it's like the Chiefs and the. 2016 Browns, like, the game wouldn't be that big of a blowout to start the game. I mean, things started bad for the Vikings. Colts went down, kicked a field goal, got, like, what, a pick six or something the next drive, or a pick and then a touchdown. I mean, and it just, things spiraled out of control. I mean, they were in a big hole early, so they tried to overcome that by going forward on fourth and, like, one Mm -hmm. from their own 20. Didn't get it. Perfect field position, another touchdown. Now they're in an even bigger hole. They go, fourth down again. Fake punt, don't get it, touchdown. Even bigger hole. I mean, things were just getting out of hand so quick, and they were trying to get out of the hole, but it was just making the hole even bigger. Like, it was I, it was insane. Like, I've never seen a worse half of football. And, I, yeah, like you said, I, I stopped watching. I mean, I was upset. I had Kirk Cousins in my fantasy playoffs. I still lost. But he had me negative points at halftime. And I was like, Thanks, man. In the most important week of the season, you act like you don't care about my fantasy team, you know? Because he definitely, <laughs> he definitely does. He cares about my fantasy he team. He definitely okay? does. 
yeah, so 33 nothing at halftime, and you're like, man, this game is over. It doesn't matter. The Colts will score some points in the second half. There's nothing the Vikings can do to overcome this. And then Coach Zimmer apparently has the greatest mm, halftime. It's not Zimmer. Zimmer oh, got they, fired. They fired him. I don't know what who they're I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know who their Goodness. new guy is. His name is just infamous in my mind. Synonymous yeah, yeah, yeah. with Vikings. Because he was their coach for a long time. He was. But whoever the Vikings coach is, it does, it's irrelevant. Um, it's going to be relevant after this week, though. I w- yeah. yeah. Keep going. Apparently has the greatest halftime speech of all time. Because the Vikings then come out and score 39 points and a half and hold the Colts to only three points in the Their second half. Is Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. Good job, Debbie. Kevin, Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that is right. Yeah. Debbie found that, but uh, Debbie's mic ceased to work. Uh, so we have to like say that. Yeah, so if you do ask a that. question, Debbie will ask us. It might not be heard very well. I'm trying we'll repeat, this, we'll repeat. This mic is just bad. Yeah, we'll repeat the question. Yeah. Yeah, but they Debbie might just me. have to scream it so it picks yeah. up on these mics. But. Yeah, they can kind of hear me, but yeah, yeah. we can all hear Debbie's laugh when he hears from <laughs> when he laughs from back there. So <laughs> he laughs so be okay. Yeah, there it is. Probably heard that uh, one. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so Vikings greatest greatest comeback in the regular season? No, ever. No like, greatest comeback in yeah. NFL history. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say like this is definitely bigger than anything yeah. else. Yeah, biggest comeback in NFL history. Thirty three point deficit ridiculous like that's just ridiculous and matt ryan solidifies his legacy as being on the losing end of all the greatest comebacks the, ever. Jo- the jokes right themselves i mean <laughs> biggest come biggest choke what's the word biggest comeback yeah biggest yeah. comeback in super bowl history obviously infamously known as like 20 to 3 game against tom brady and now this i mean the, the vikings offense was just unstoppable in that second half i mean they were just moving up and down the field Scoring, scoring. And it wasn't Jeff, just Jefferson. KJ Osborne? Yeah. Who? Who is that? Exactly. He... Gotta went, find a way. He went nuts in this game. He was literally Justin Jefferson. Like, they put on... They get Justin Jefferson, and they put on a KJ Osborne jersey so that he'd be guarded by, like, their third corner instead of Stefan Gilmore. And it worked very well because he went crazy. Don't get me wrong, Justin Jefferson also went crazy because it's still Justin Jefferson. I mean, yeah. and it's not like they like had a miracle play at the end of the game to tie the game to send it to overtime. No, they they tied it up with two minutes left. Like they had time as well. Yeah, Matt Ryan didn't throw a pick this game, which was incredible. Uh, yeah, that they gave up that lead without even without like turnovers stuff, throwing out picks. And uh, Kirk Cousins did well for your fantasy team, even though it didn't matter in the yeah. end. Hey. Congrats to you. There's like a 100% chance that you are not paying for a dinner. Because no way Jeff Saturday is getting a coaching shot. Not after that one. No shot. He, he's, uh, he has the biggest coke now in Super Bowl history, or not, in NFL history, mm-hmm. and the most, and the biggest fourth quarter uh, point differential in NFL mm. in that Cowboys game a couple weeks ago. Can't finish games. Mm-mm. Yeah. Kind of need to if you're a coach. Yeah. This game was one of the games that we said was not as entertaining. It was Ravens, Browns, Saturday at 4. You're coming off a crazy high of the greatest comeback in history. Yeah. And then you see this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm 100% correct. Um, the first quarter of this game was unviewable. 
Um, yeah, if you were coming, like if you were trying to watch on national television, you couldn't watch it. Uh, you, had you, to go, you had to go to a local station because obviously the Colts Vikings game ran over mm -hmm. into overtime. And so that caused you to not be able to view this game for the literal first quarter of it. Which is I fine. mean, don't get me wrong. You didn't miss much. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Uh, and by you didn't miss anything, I mean you missed nothing. Like, no one scored. Uh, it's not salty at all. I, look, I'm not salty at all. We won. I got the win. I mean, that's all that matters. Three. Hey, we won. Um, look, we missed a couple field goals. It should have. This game should have been a little further apart than it was. Should have been. They missed a couple field goals. I mean, should have been. It was a very sloppy game. I mean. Yeah, the snow definitely had an effect on it. It was snowing up in Cleveland on the lake, so obviously that's gonna incorporate some sloppy football. Deshaun Watson was slinging the ball pretty well. I'm not gonna lie, he looked real comfortable out there. Uh, Nick Chubb got a hundred yards rushing against this Ravens defense, which is his first time doing so against the Ravens. Wow. So, well, he, technically he had 99 yards rushing, but oh, it, it's basically not there, not guys. A, not he had a hundred, and then whoever keeps the stats was like, yeah, except one of those didn't count probably he has 99 he literally had 100 and it brought it down to 99 so we don't know what that's about but rounds one that's what matters in the end mm -hmm. again pretty boring game i think the ravens are really missing lamar jackson i mean last season they missed him obviously but huntley played to at an elite level still last season not lamar yeah. jackson level but he played very similar to lamar jackson this season you can tell there's a big drop off between one of the better players in the nfl mm -hmm. so tyler huntley so yeah well i think lamar's earning himself a lot of money by the ravens well he's earning himself a lot of money by showing why they need him and but he's also losing himself a lot of money by getting hurt yeah. all the time so it's going to be an interesting balance to see where that lands at the end of the season will the ravens offer him an extension probably is it going to be the amount of money lamar wants do you think he stays in baltimore i don't think he does Personally, I don't. Yeah. I don't think, uh, unless the Ravens come out and offer him the money that he wants guaranteed, because that's his sticking point, is he wants the Deshaun Watson contract where it's $250 million and 200 of those are guaranteed money. He wants that kind of contract. I don't think he's going to get that out of Baltimore. Someone will give it to him, though. And, oh. he'll, and he'll go to the highest bidder. Hey, Carolina gladly will mm. give that to him. Come on. But yeah. But then right. you go. Oh, sorry, before we move on, yes, Debbie. Um, there's a statement in the chat. A statement. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it as a question. All right. Um, Boston Abdul says mm -hmm. Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl. What is your take? Do you think it's possible? All right. Boston Abdul. Yeah, if you could, they hear that for sure. Boston yeah. Abdul. Yeah. They okay. Can. Yeah. He said Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. I completely disagree with that. I mean. They we'll get to that game later, but they lost to a, pr a pretty good Jaguars team. They're kind of hitting their stride right now, but this Cowboys always find a way to choke in the playoffs. I don't care how good they are, they always will find a way to choke in the playoffs. Come playoff time, it doesn't matter who they're playing. I don't even see them making the NFC Championship. Yeah, no, especially after their game this week. Uh, won't spoil it because uh, we'll get to that very soon. But no, I don't think the Cowboys make the Super Bowl. I don't think they come close to touching the Super Bowl. And I don't think they will for a couple years here. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah, I also hate disagree. to say it because I do like a lot of their players, but don't see it. Yeah, I, per I personally, I don't have anything against the Cowboys, like 99% of America. But yeah. I don't see it. For quote, America's team, a lot of people really <laughs> hate them. For sure. 
So now you go from the crazy one o'clock Saturday game to the Browns game, and it's like, okay. Then you get ready for the crazy, crazy snow game that's been amped up that had no mm. snow. You know, but it was yeah. a it was a great game, man. It's gonna be a snow game in Buffalo in December, dude. It snowed three feet in Buffalo. Where's the snow? It's in the stands. Oh, it's it's all in the stands because they just shoveled it off the field for some reason. <laughs> and they don't care about the stands, so the fans obviously couldn't sit down because there was just snow <laughs> just piled everywhere. So what did they do with that snow? They were like, "Yo, let's like let's like troll these dolphins." You know, they like the sun. The snow is not the sun. So they got the snow, which was like <laughs> ice balls is what they were calling it. Yeah. And just pelting the field, like hitting hitting dolphins players, Bro. hitting cameramen. Yeah. Like it was so funny to watch. Like there was plays, it was like a fourth down or third down in the end zone. They threw it, it as incomplete, and all of a sudden you just see snowballs just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it was just awesome. Everywhere. It was the coolest thing. The memes after that were so yeah. funny. But then it literally so got to the point. Memes. Austin and I were so upset because the Petty Dolphins. This makes me so mad. Mike McDaniel. And I liked the Dolphins I, before this. I love Mike McDaniel. I think he's a great coach. He goes up, and you can see him chatting with the refs, and you're like, hmm. and then right after that, the refs go on. They pause the game, and they're like, uh, fans, please stop throwing snowballs at the Dolphins' sideline, at the Dolphins' players. If a Dolphins' player is hit, it will be a 15-yard penalty on Buffalo. Like, bro, bro what? let the fans do what they want to do, you know? As a Dolphins fan, that's, a, I would that's exactly, Dolphins thank fan. you, that is exactly what Austin I said. If you're a Dolphins fan at that game, why are you not throwing <laughs> snowballs at your team like crazy? You can control some of the outcome of the game. <laughs> what are the Dolphins fans doing? Yeah. But then on the, on the actual football side of it, that's ridiculous that they're really making the fans not do that. I mean... When these two teams played early in the season, Miami had their had the Bills sideline like adjusted a certain way that it was literally like 20 degrees hotter on the Bills sideline that mm-hmm. all their players were like completely dehydrated and getting heat stroke. Yeah. So how come they can have the heat crazy to their advantage, but the Bills can't use snowballs? Yeah, why on earth is the Dolphins' sideline... Like, you can look it up. It's a legitimate fact that the Dolphins built their stadium so that if they play a 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock game while the sun is still up, the sun will be facing the visitor's sideline, making it su- substantially hotter because then the home sideline is in the shade. So when these two teams played, and when a lot of other teams play in Miami, specifically in the game that they met earlier this year, the Dolphins' sideline was 90 degrees. It's hot in Miami, okay? The Bills' sideline was 110. If they can't, if the Dolphins' players can't handle some snowballs being thrown at them when they're wearing pads... And helmet. they have helmets. That's ridiculous. That come on. Like I like the Dolphins. I think this team's fun. I love Tua. Uh, Tua's a guy. Um, <laughs> Tua's a guy. Tua's a guy. It's a fun team to watch. Yeah. They're fast. Yeah. They're creative, and Mike McDaniel's is a fun coach. But stuff Not like this, this makes it like, bro, you don't gotta be that petty. Like it's a stinking snowball. You know? Yeah. I got in the car the other day, and Preston pelted oh, me in the eye with the snowball. Stuck it up. Ridiculous. But the game itself... It messes with their concentration. It does, but... But so does heat stroke. Yeah. Heat stroke is a lot more of a deal. Heat stroke is worse. Put on your helmet. But toward the actual game, it was a very... It was a very good game. I mean, I think the the storyline going into this was the Dolphins having to go play in a cold game, which they are obviously the Florida team, not going to play good in the cold. But I think they kind of put those allegations to bed. 
mm-hmm. played very good in the snow and kind of they're gonna have to play in a weather like this at some point the season, whether it be the some point in the playoffs, either in Cincinnati or in Kansas City or in Buffalo again. So they proved that they can play good in the snow, but yeah, can they play well in the snow when the team doesn't shovel the field though? That'll be remain to be seen. But this was a fun game. Uh, Buffalo, as you can see, the final score was twenty nine thirty two. Buffalo kicked a last minute field goal to win the game in the snow. It was pretty awesome because right before that field goal, all of the Buffalo mm-hmm. linemen yeah. got down on their hands and knees and they were scraping the snow away from where their kicker was going to kick Again, so that he couldn't slip and so that he would be able to kick the ball well and it worked. Again, Miami, not very smart. If I'm a Miami player, I'm trying to shovel a bunch of snow back. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in their heads, but I'm Florida boys. I don't know. <laughs> Florida men, not quite it. Yeah, But now... We go into the Sunday games. Yes, that was just Saturday. What? This game was the Eagles and the Bears. Eagles won 25-20. to 20. Justin Fields had the greatest play that didn't count in NFL history. Um, yeah, the Bears kept a very good game against a very good Eagles team. Yeah. As I was watching uh, the Browns, or not the Browns game, what game was I watching today uh, on uh, Sunday? I was watching the... Uh... Steelers-Panthers game, actually. Um, as I was watching the Steelers-Panthers game, because this game wouldn't show up for me, I kept looking at the box score yeah, there. You know how that would help? Red zone. Yeah, red zone <laughs> would really help. Maybe you should invite me over a Sunday. You know what? It's kind of like I did, you know? It's kinda Except crazy. that like, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't do that, did you? Uh, anyways, uh, so I kept looking at the box score there, and it was like, oh, man, the Bears are keeping this close. Like, the Bears were... If I remember correctly, ahead. No, not that one. It was just it was a close game like, throughout this entire game, and I was like, I, I was waiting for the point at which the Eagles would jump ahead. Like, okay, yeah, it's close now, but we're like, you know, two sixty-yard AJ Brown throws away from this game being it's completely the, out of the bag. It seems like that happens every single week. Like, AJ Brown just catches like a seventy-yard touchdown. Like, don't you think that they're trying to rest up Jalen Hurts a little bit too? Like not play as hard, maybe just he himself. Well, that's not playing as. That's hard. the one. Of, that's the main storyline that came out of this game. They played really good, but Jalen Hurts apparently got injured. Nobody knew this until like Monday right. when Jalen Hurts got injured in this game. They say he what sprained his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're saying his status for this week against Dallas, big game, is in doubt. And they're saying his status for the rest of the regular season is in doubt. Yeah. I mean, they're the number one seed right now, and there are a couple games ahead of Dallas who would be looking to, one, take the division from them, and two, look for that one seed, even though they do still have to beat out the Niners for it. Um, so I've, but the Eagles have clinched a playoff spot, so they're guaranteed to be in the playoffs. So now it's that fine balance of, okay, we don't want to hurt our starters because we want to be able to perform well in the playoffs and make a Super Bowl run. But at the same time, we don't want to put ourselves in a position where we have to play more games than we have to in the playoffs. If you were to win, I don't know, do they have to win like what? One, two more games and then have a couple teams lose? They lock up the number one seed in the NFC. And that gives them a first round bye. So that's a bye week there. So, and they have three games left to do it. So I wouldn't be surprised if Hurts sits against the Cowboys. That game, it's big 
because if they win, they pretty much lock up the one seed. If they lose, not that big of a deal. They have two games after that, and they really only need to win one, maybe two, to really lock up that spot. Yeah. I mean, now Hertz is injured, so it will be interesting to see if he plays this week, if he plays the rest of the regular season. Mm-hmm. But they do have one of the more quarterback-friendly teams in the league. They got great receivers, an insane defense, a great running game, and a great line. And who's their backup? Oh, Gardner Minshew. That's a pretty good quarterback. Pretty good guy to have. I mean, hey, he when he was in Jacksonville with a horrible team, he put up numbers. I mean, he was a good, fun quarterback to watch. He's yeah, he's a drop off from Jalen Hurts, obviously, but he's sustainable. I think he'll still they'll they'll be perfectly fine. I think so too. Uh, It's gonna be interesting to see because you know that there's a lot of people criticizing, saying that Jalen Hurts doesn't deserve all this MVP talk. Because of the great team around him. Well, if, if Minshew goes and performs just like Hertz is, that talk's just going to com- continue to rise and be like, yeah, Hertz isn't great. Like, he just is carried by his team. But yeah. if Minshew struggles, they're going to be like, oh, wow, Hertz is legit. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Regardless, I do kind of hope Minshew does well. Oh, I, for sure. I do like him a lot. I hope that he still has the mustache. Oh, if he shaved that thing, man. man the mustache was 100% of his personality. <laughs> Uh, but jumping to the Bears side, Justin Fields had another fantastic performance. Like, my goodness, I Justin Fields is just the greatest. He went, he completed 14 passes on 21 attempts, 152 yards, mediocre, two touchdowns, and 95 yards rushing. He was the lead rusher for the Bears. Like, this guy is rushing for 100 yards as a quarterback, a game, like. If he doesn't get close to that 100-yard mark, it's kind of suspicious. It's like, whoa, what happened with that game plan? Did the defense put a spy on him the whole game? Because, I mean, this man, he's, he's running for everything. I mean, me and you were talking like an hour ago off the air, saying back a couple years ago when Justin Fields was coming out of college, the Panthers had the chance to draft him. They didn't. And I said, I legit yelled at my TV and was like crying. Like I wanted him so bad. And looking back, oh, it sucks that we didn't draft him. But we got a good corner, so, but, you know, whatever. All right. So this was Lions. Why are my notes all messed up? Lions at Jets. There we go. This was a pretty... (laughs) This was a pretty good game. Not going to lie. Zach Wilson was back for this game. Due to two injuries. (laughs) Yeah, due to two injuries, Zach Wilson is back, and the Lions are looking to make a push for the playoffs. Looking... Man, I I was really getting into it there. We have another question in the chat. I was really getting into it. I'm calling this one. It's okay, it's okay. No, we like the questions. Yeah. Bring them. All right. Daniel D. Camel. What was wrong? Daniel Camel. Host. He was a host. Or he was a, a guest. guest. Yeah, guest. There's a guest on here. Uh, Daniel He's asks, famous. could you see the Eagles going out in the first or second round? Okay, so first round would be a wild card round, right? So that would mean that the Eagles have to have really fall off to not, like, to not be the one seed or to not. I, first round, I don't think so. I mean, any given Sunday. Obviously, you can lose to anyone. But if, assuming they get a bye, obviously they can't lose in the first round. 
But if they don't get a bye, they'll probably end with the two seed. We'll say two yeah. or three. And say they end with the two seed, they'll play the lowest wild card seed, which right now is going to look like either Detroit, mm-hmm. maybe Seattle, maybe the Giants or Washington. I think if they're playing Detroit, there's a there's a good chance they lose that game. Detroit's rolling right now, which we're about to talk about. Perfectly timed question, but um, but I think if it's any of those other teams, I think they easily win. I think they they still could easily beat the Lions, but I think the Lions could present a challenge. But if it gets to the second round, depending on who they play, I absolutely think that they could lose. I mean, I still think that they're the top one or two team in the NFC. Yeah, but. You kind of see it the last couple seasons. Sometimes having the bye in the first round doesn't help because everyone else is playing and they're like, like you know, like they're they're still in. Yeah, they're still in in the in the the football mode. Like they're like resting. They're like taking that bye and then they're like caught off guard because these teams are ready to roll. They're they're rolling, you know. But you're coming off a bye. You're just like chilling back, you know. Like sometimes it hurts you in that way. Yeah, I still think that they're a top team in the NFC, but. I mean, it's going to be so fun when the playoffs go. Yeah. So, to answer your question from my perspective, first round, no. Second round, now we're talking. I do think that they'll make it to the NFC Championship game. I really do. I agree. I hope, I, I do hope that it is Niners, Eagles, and that NFC Championship game. I love that. That would make for a great NFC Championship game. And to be honest, then looking into the AFC, that would be a fantastic Super Bowl to whoever comes out. Hey, of that. a Final Four of either the Bengals, uh, Bills, Chiefs in the AFC somewhere, or AFC yeah. Championship, and then Niners, Eagles. Hey, be greatest Super Bowl of all time. But like you said, perfectly timed question as we're just about to talk about the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were saying, the Lions are really making that push to get into that last wildcard spot, maybe even the second to last wildcard spot, but they're really pushing. And who would have thought they would have got here? They went one in six in their first And now they've seven won games. six of their last seven. And now they won six of the last seven. They're rolling. They are hitting their stride at the perfect time. I mean, yeah, this is the time to peak. For sure. Jets aren't a bad team. I mean, Zach Wilson's a bad quarterback, but <laughs> I mean, they got a great defense and scoring 20 points against the Jets defense pretty good i mean the lions don't really have much weakness right now i mean their defense was a big weakness at the start of the season but their defense has played a lot better lately their offense is still electric yeah i mean they got a favorable schedule coming up they got the panthers this week yeah they got chicago still on their schedule yeah chicago's their last game of the year i mean hey anything could happen again any given week anything could happen but this team is on a roll right now but yeah. then on the other side of it, for the Jets, they're also trying to get into that last playoff spot in the AFC. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like, man, teams are cramming to get in right yeah. now. It's, it's a good time of the year. It's fun. Like you, you were talking about Zach Wilson, and he actually didn't perform too terribly in this game. Now, his completion to attempts was a little skewed. He went 18 for 35, which is bad. But when you have good receivers, it can skew the stats which is something that is, you should always look at those attempts to completions. Because if I were to tell you, Zach Wilson threw for 317 yards and a touchdown in this game, you'd be like, oh, wow, <laughs> that sounds pretty good. But yeah. when I tell you he only completed 18 passes on 35 attempts, that sounds really bad. I mean, there was a couple of throws, but it was just like, bro. Like, <laughs> like I, come I, on. 
I have a question. Do you think that Zach Wilson is better than Mike White? Absolutely no. not. So why just, did they put yeah. him back in? Well, Mike because White's Mike right. White was injured. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie was confused with why the Jets put in. <laughs> yeah, so, but last time, remember we talked about so last time Mike White got hit really hard, right? Mm-hmm. And then back up back? for him, mm-hmm. step in instead of Zach Wilson. Right, so they're both injured. Okay. So now it wow. it forced Zach Wilson. They are really you could low. tell they did not want Zach Wilson. They are low. The locker Zach room, Wilson. the locker room doesn't want him. Sure, the coaches Clearly don't the want coaching him. Coaching and management yeah. staff don't yeah. want him. I mean, but yeah, he didn't do good, but he didn't he didn't put up Zach Wilson numbers. Yeah, which Zach Wilson numbers are not good. <laughs> but he's still not a good quarterback. He's not going to be a starter. Yeah, he'll be a backup somewhere next year, maybe in New York. Yeah. But really unfortunate timing too for a quarterback injury. As the Jets are trying to make that playoff push, and they have an early game this week against a really another team that's kind of str- hitting their stride right now, in the Jaguars. Which yeah, we'll have to pick at the end of this episode. Yeah, exciting. All right, so the next game. Oh, is the Panthers game? All right, Caden, the take, floor is yours. Take it away. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 2022. You know, <laughs> it's not 1960. Saying you're going to run the ball all week, saying our identity is running the ball, isn't going to work in 2022. You know, you see Patrick Mahomes, you see Joe Burrow, you see Josh Allen, you see Jalen Hurts, all these guys. They can. They, their team is going to run, but they're predominantly throwing the ball. That's how they're winning games. That's how you win in 2022. In the last five years, even, you win by throwing the ball. You don't run the ball 70 times a game. The only reason that happened last week was because the Seahawks have one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. Pittsburgh has a pretty good rush defense, and they completely owned our rush. We had like 21 rushing yards as a team. Yes, he um, did. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Darnold, he didn't play terrible. He held on to the ball way too long at times. Like He had guys open where he'd just hold on too long and then hit them late. Or he'd hold on too long and take a sack. Things just were not going. We have an interim coach. Got out coached by one of the better coaches in the league. I know I was hyping up Steve Wilkes last week. I'm not going to overreact and say like he's mis- he's awful, but maybe I was a little too high coming off of a huge Seattle win, you know. Can't get excited about this team, I guess. <laughs> I'm I don't really know how to think. <laughs> Literally, I give this team the benefit of the doubt. Like the NFC South, pathetic division, you know. Everyone is below 500. But the Panthers had been striving. They'd beat the Seahawks, who were a good team. And I was like, you know, everyone's dogging on this division. But I'm not going to take that. I mean, yeah, the division's struggling. But, like, I think the Panthers are a decent team. Clearly, that was just my bias. I have completely taken away all respect for this division. Every team in this division is a joke. None of them deserve to make the playoffs. But the fact is, every team in the division lost this week, except for New Orleans, because they played another team in the division. (laughs) Like, literally, everyone in this division is 5-9, and except for Tampa Bay. Is six and eight. And you know what's crazy? As bad as this division is, Panthers still hold their fate. If the Panthers win That's this week, the next week, and the next week, with two of those games being the Bucks and the Saints, who are again terrible. They're part of the NFC South, so that just makes them terrible. They make the playoffs. Do I think it's gonna happen? No. Am I gonna be rooting for it? Absolutely. Do I think it's gonna happen though? No. But 
I will be yelling at my TV on Christmas Eve, getting upset on Christmas Eve because we're realizing that we suck. But it's yeah. okay because we will get a quarterback. We will not have Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield. We will have a new quarterback. Please be Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Please. Yeah. It's fun that you guys are in week 15 and you still don't know whether you're making a playoff push or tanking <laughs> for the draft. Yeah. No one in this division does, man. It's like anyone any can of win. These teams, any of these teams could either make the playoffs or have a top five, or have a top five pick, <laughs> which is just hilarious. It is so sad. You know what I think? Here's what I think. Uh, I think that the Steelers should represent the NFC South in the playoffs since they have beat all of you guys. I think the Steelers should represent for the We've NFC South. We've lost to every team in the AFC North. The AFC North is not even a great division. I think every team in the NFC South has lost to the AFC North. I, it is pathetic. Yes, they have. I mean, I mean, Panthers, congrats. Is that the word I'm trying to look for? You hold your own destiny, at least for another week. <laughs> Please win and make me happy, and then maybe next week I'll be in a better mood. They lost 24-16, to 16, by the way. Caden failed to mention that. Whoops. Whoopsie-daisy. You lost on Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> There's not much to say. <laughs> All right, this was another. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Oh, this is before probably... we continue again. Probably a perfectly uh, we time. Have question, question from Jeff. He asks, "Do it, shiggle." Does that ring any bells? No. All right, please continue. It does. Oh, it does. Oh no. <laughs> oh, he said, "Do it, shiggle." Apparently, yeah. and it does. Do it does. I don't know what that means, oh. but oh, I feel like it probably does. Continuing to our okay. I hope program. that I didn't. I hope that I didn't just like <laughs> arise cause for me to be arrested or something. It's not like oh my gosh, not like a QAnon like claim or something. <laughs> All right, um, so this was another madness game, a really weird game because if you were to look at the score and you well, okay, how about this? You look before the game. And you see that the Chiefs are playing the Texans. And you're like, oh, oh, I don't need to tune into that game. That one is wraps before the That kickoff. one is whatever the Chiefs want to, whatever they want the Texans to have. Exactly. <laughs> whatever the Chiefs want to score to whatever the Chiefs want the Texans to score. That's what the final score yep. will be because, and it will probably be 400 to nothing. Um, and this was another one of those games where you tune in and you're like, why are the Texans winning? At halftime, the Texans were up 14-13. to 13. They went into half with the Texans being up. <laughs> Do you know how wild that is for the Texans to be up at half against the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, not only that, the Texans were missing their star players, if you want to call them that. Yeah. They got, <laughs> if you want to call them their star players, they were missing Damian Pierce. Who is a star player, by the yeah, way. Okay, yeah. No that shade one, on Damian Pierce. He is, is a, a legit player. beast. If they have Damian Pierce, they're winning this game, 100%. Yeah. But So they were missing Damian Pierce. They were missing Brandon Cooks, star player. Yeah. Um, and they were, like you said, winning at halftime. If you look at the Texans the last two weeks, you're like, man, they were in a really close game with the Cowboys. Cowboys are a good team. They were in a really close game with the Chiefs. Texans are good, you know? Yeah. Tough schedule. <laughs> Tough schedule, guys. Not that it matters, right? If they were, if they were to win those last two games, like it doesn't matter. They're locked for the first. They're pick. locked for the first pick. It doesn't matter how many games they win the rest. Sorry, of the year. Bryce Young. They're locks for one. Please, you better stay in college, bro. <laughs> and don't commit to the draft, man. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna end up in Houston, bad city to end up in. Um. So yeah, Patrick Mahomes, 
did not throw an interception this game, which is very good for him, even though he probably already threw himself out of the MVP talks. I mean, um, this game, he he has the highest completion percentage. Did you see that throw that he did? Yeah, across, across the, the field? field? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, he... No looker. He, he completely... He broke the NFL record for highest completion percentage in a game. It was 36 like, on 41 attempts. Incredible. Ridiculous. What worries me is the Chiefs' defense and weapons. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I'm not really worried because they still got Mahomes as a quarterback, and he's going to do everything in his power to win them the game. But Isaiah Pacheco fumbled. Um, what's his name? J.D. McKissick? Yeah. Fumbled. Their defense led up 24 points to the Texans. What's going to happen when you play yeah. the Bills in the playoffs? You better hope your defense is better than 24 points at Texans, or else the Bills might put up 50 on you. Yeah. Or the Bengals might put up 50 on you. I mean, yeah. I'm not worried because it's Mahomes, and Mahomes is always going to find a way. But it's like, man, like... Yeah. The Chiefs' defense needs a revamp next season. They cannot continue playing the way they have, where it's hopefully our defense will find a way, and Patrick Mahomes... We'll put us on his okay, back normally it's just, carry us through. Lately, it's just been Patrick Mahomes is good enough. We'll just outscore them. You know? Yeah. Who cares about defense when you have the best player in the NFL? I mean, their defense wasn't even great last season, and they had Tyron Matthew, and he's not there anymore. I mean, yeah. all they really got on their defense right now is, uh, what's his butt? Frank Clark. Yeah. No, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Their D-line is pretty matter. good. D-line's okay. What confuses me about this game is that the Texans put up 24 points but only had 129 yards in the air between both quarterbacks because they're playing a two-quarterback system like it's college. <laughs> Makes no sense. And they had less than 100 yards rushing. They had 94 yards rushing. How do you have under 300 yards in the NFL and you still manage to almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs when Patrick Mahomes threw for almost 400 yards? It doesn't make any sense, but Chiefs won. Football. So in the, end. the football, guys. It's a great game. Beautiful sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this game had kind of a lot of hype going into it. Atlanta, New Orleans, Desmond Ritter's first game as an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Maybe Falcons fans are thinking that this guy can be the answer. Maybe he can lead them to the division in this pathetic, or lead them to the uh, playoffs, land playoffs with this the, with this pathetic division, you know he's he just got to be mid to be able to do it. But <laughs> turns out he is below mid. He threw for like what ninety seven yards. Yep, he threw for ninety seven yards, thirteen completions on twenty six attempts. Not good. Fifty percent completion against a not even that good Saints defense. Nope. They ran the ball thirty thirty nine thirty nine times. Looking at my notes there. That's mildly impressive. That was off of memory, actually. Mildly impressed with you. Yeah, thanks. Um, but yeah, the Falcons, the Falcons are obviously done for this season. I mean, the Saints aren't a good team. They're the worst team in the NFC South, and you lost to them. And it, the game looks a lot closer than it was. I mean, they kind of just got manhandled during this game. I don't think much of it. I don't think either of these teams make the div- make win the division. I think it's either no. I think the situation is going to be Tampa or Panthers. Either Panthers miraculously miraculously win their next three games and get in, or every team loses, and by default, Tampa's in the lead right now, so they get in. But You know how awesome it would be if Tampa 
So what's Tampa at right now? Six and eight, mm-hmm. and you guys are at five, five and, and five and nine. You know how awesome it would be if you guys won another one. Tampa lost another one, and then you guys just had the same record. Well, we play Tampa again. Oh, perfect! <laughs> that would be the greatest game ever. Yeah, how awesome! That that nobody's going to care about because whatever team gets in the playoffs is just going to get steamrolled in the first round. It's going to be Actually, awesome. Actually, no, they'll probably play Dallas. Dallas jokes. Dallas jokes in the first Ooh. round. Ooh, Ooh. it's going to be interesting now. And man, we're really getting into it. This could be Dallas's chance to not choke in the first round. For sure, <laughs> they play like a basically college football team mm-hmm. in the playoffs. But yeah. I mean, Desmond this is Ritter. this is a boring game yeah. in an otherwise awesome week of football. Yeah. All right. Another question. Another question. question. Yeah. Enjoy it. Um, from Anthony. He asks. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Okay. Yes. Where would you rank Dak? Oh. QB. That is tough. That's a good question. Where would we rank rank Dak as a QB? I'd put him in my top ten. Yeah, I was gonna say top ten. I could probably. See myself going top seven. Really? Maybe at seven. Maybe eight. Wow. I was gonna say fringe ten. Like fringe ten. 10. I could see myself putting him at eight. I don't quite know who I'd put ahead of him. Definitely not top five. No, no, no shot. Definitely not top five. And he's not getting particularly close. I mean, if to you that. look at the team around him, he's throwing. He's got a great line. He's got great running backs. Great defense. He's throwing it to CD Lamb. Uh, crap. <laughs> Kind of uh, contradicting and, uh, myself. Schultz. Yeah, Schultz. Schultz is a great tight end. Uh, he was thrown to Cooper for so long, but Cooper's obviously not there anymore. But yeah, I mean, Dak's got a good system around him, and he's he's not performing particularly well. He's thrown five picks in four weeks. I mean, call it a crazy hot take. I don't know. Maybe you'll agree with me. Right now, I would rank Trevor Lawrence ahead of Dak. Ooh, that's a tough one. For right me now, to get I mean. Behind. He's rolling. He's he was a he, is rolling. he was a crazy hyped quarterback coming out of college. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to his game. He was a crazy hyped quarterback he coming out of college. Dak's game. I hope that that's the next one. That'd be perfect. Great transitions. Crazy hyped quarterback coming out of college. He's proving why. He looks like a generational talent right now. Dak, I feel like we've reached Dak's peak. Yeah. And I feel like he's just fringe 10, 10, 11, maybe 9. Yeah. On a good day. <laughs> on a good day when he's not throwing picks. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Perfect. Oh, I didn't even realize Dak played Jaguars. Yeah. You didn't realize Jack, that? I didn't. Yeah, that's crazy how I did that. timing. Man. Either, either A. Here's what I'm thinking here. Either A, we're getting really lucky with these and everything just is flowing <laughs> so clean today. Or B. We're just so good now. Or B. Debbie is back there masterminding oh, everything. I highly doubt that. Debbie, Debbie probably doesn't know what team Trevor Lawrence is on. <laughs> Debbie, Debbie sees the comments roll in and wait and watches the, the slideshow and he's like, okay, this one's coming up next. So this is the comment that we're going to read. This is the comment we're going to read right here. Yeah, let's give more work for Debbie back there. Yeah, Debbie. <laughs> more work for Debbie. Oh, he doesn't even do anything. He just eats food. Yeah, but, Debbie um, just eats food back there. Like, but yeah, yeah, this game was good. <laughs> it was a great game. Dallas and the Jaguars. Dallas jumped out to a big lead early, and everyone's like, oh, well, same old Jaguars. But then Trevor Lawrence, he's been rolling lately. He's been on a tear. And they've staged a very good comeback. Great drive down the... It looked like the game was over. They were down by a couple points toward the end of the game. They're driving, trying to tie it up. And he's running. Trevor Lawrence is running. They're, about, they're close to scoring. He fumbles. 
Dallas picks it up, and it's like, mm, it's game over, you know. Jacksonville gets the ball back with a little bit of time left. Drive down the field. Score. Send it to overtime. Uh, a couple a couple drives in overtime go on, and then Dallas has the ball. They throw it. Tipped off of their receiver's hand right into one of the Jaguars' defenders. 50-yard pick six. Walk off. See, I like that, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a great game. It was fun to watch. And the Jaguars, kind of like the Lions, are hitting their stride right now. Trevor Lawrence, uh, I don't have his exact stats on my notes, but lately, the last like four games, he has thrown like seventeen touchdowns. I think it's that. no, not that many. That's so absurd. But he's done. He has some insane amount of. Yeah. Well, he had four in this game, which is like all of their touchdowns against a good defense. Yeah. Oh, uh, I saw this thing. It it's not like a stat that you can really look up. It's fine. But he's been like balling his last couple of games, and he's looking like the. The person he was drafted to be. I mean, he's playing with not even great weapons. Yeah. I mean, think next Who's year we have Christian Kirk. Yeah, that's it. Next year they're gonna have he- Calvin Ridley. Back. Yeah, I that's they gonna traded be, for him. That's gonna be interesting. Ooh, he's already. And if he just continues to get better, like I listen, I will be the first to say that I was wrong about Trevor Lawrence. I said multiple times this year that he's a bust. I was wrong. I'll say it. You'll I was say wrong. it now. I will say it now. I was wrong. I was I'm not flip. ready to say it yet. I, I am. Trevor Lawrence is a beast, and he is better than that. I will say that. Jaguars are good, and what's crazy is they're not out of it for the division either. Um, Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee's lost four in a row now. They're struggling. Jacksonville's rolling. If this keeps continuing, week 18, Jacksonville, Tennessee could decide. Could decide division. that division. That'd be entertaining. That would be I very would love that. Go Jacksonville. Yeah. They got a big game this Thursday night against the Jets team. I was I was gonna say yeah. surging. I don't I don't know how you really. What are they this doing? Team. Yeah, they're just they're just like sitting there. <laughs> they're they're the Jets. <laughs> uh, but here's here's a uh, fun little story for you. You may have seen this. You may have not. But the Philadelphia Eagles. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw this. The Philadelphia Eagles sent the Jaguars team. Uh. A full Philadelphia dinner. They sent them cheesesteaks yeah. as a thank you for beating Dallas, which is just awesome. They're like, hey, you gave us some breathing room in this division? <laughs> Send them all cheesesteaks. It was amazing. It was literally the greatest thing yeah. and, ever. And Jacksonville's coach? Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson used to be Philly's coach. Got him a Super Bowl. Took him to the Super Bowl. Hey, bro. Hey. Love he, it. Love he's, a, he's an eagle at heart. He knew what he needed to do. <laughs> he's like, if I don't want a game all year, I am beating this Dallas team. Trevor, he will throw <laughs> for 400 yards this game in four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He's looking like a superstar. I love it. I, so far. I didn't like Trevor Lawrence in college, but I kind of like him in the NFL. Oh, my goodness. We need to skip this game. This was the most... This was even more boring than the... Browns game. Yeah, this was the most pathetic game of football ever played. Two Cardinals, Broncos. Yeah, Cardinals, yeah. Broncos. 15 to 24. Broncos yeah. won. Broncos won. Uh, let's ride. Russell, Russell Wilson wasn't playing, though. That's so why they won. Why, ride, why the ride took off. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is just pathetic. A terrible QB performance all around. Arizona played two quarterbacks in this game. Trace McSorley. They have a really weird thing with like having their backup quarterbacks be Mick something. So Colt McCoy and Trace McSorley, uh, they combined for 20 completed passes on 36 attempts, 
only 173 yards, no touchdowns, and three interceptions. That was Arizona's QB performance this week. That's really bad. On the other side, uh, Brett Ripon. Who the heck is he? Apparently, he is Russell Wilson's backup. Who knew? No one. And who knew? No he's better knew. than Russell Wilson. And he's better than Russell Wilson. He went 21 on 26 attempts. That's a good statistic there. 197 yards, almost broke 200. One touchdown and one interception. Mediocre performance, but he got the job done. That's what you have to do. I mean, hey, take your wins where you can get them. It's not like it's hurting the Broncos draft position because they don't even own their first round pick. So take your wins when you can get them. <laughs> Who owns the first round pick? Seattle owns your first round pick. But yeah, it was a very boring game. But no, I was watching Red Zone. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't see much of this game because it was flashing from all the other crazy action that was going on. Yeah. So, I hope... Yeah. I mean, this is... What's sad is now, we literally... You want to know? So, there's Christmas games this year. Mm -hmm. Multiple, instead of just one like last season. The Christmas games. Okay. The NFL was like, oh, we're going to make these Christmas games so good. And they turned out to be literally the worst games they could have picked out. (laughs) The, the first game is not bad. It's Miami Miami versus Green Bay. Okay, that's all right. But then you got... Oh, this is a doozy. You ready? Denver at Rams. Oh, talk oh. to me, NFL. Oh, oh. <laughs> let's go. One. I know what I'm doing Christmas Eve, not watching... Or Christmas Day, not watching that game. And then the night game, Arizona, Tampa Bay. Oh, let's go. Exhilaratingly bad Ooh. games. Dude, I love it's that. It's so bad. But we'll talk about that on this week's Pickums. Yeah, we it, shall. We will talk about that. Oh, we can literally spend eight hours talking about this next game. <laughs> we could. Patriots, Raiders. Patriots trying to get into the playoffs. Raiders, you can say trying to get in the playoffs. They're done. There's so much to talk you about. You will there is so much to talk about. You will never in your life see another play as dumb, as crazy, as confused just as impactful. There's so many adjectives like, we can throw like, in here. Literally we're gonna spend the next five minutes just yelling adjectives. Like <laughs> this play as beautiful. <laughs> it made no sense. I mean it started off and the Patriots Killing them. No, no, no. The Raiders were killing them. Yeah. And it was and like being the choke artists they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop killing them. Yeah, the, the Patriots were like, Whoa. Let me win this game. And so they did. And so the Patriots trying to get in the playoffs, they start playing good, get a lead. You know, and you wanna know I was furious during this game. The Raiders are bad. And you know what would help you not lose games? Tell me. Katie. If you had a good wide receiver. I don't know. Maybe like a top two receiver in the league. That would be really helpful. Just so happens they have one of those guys. His name oh, is Devontae Adams. And it's, Remember him. Yeah. Normally, when you do have a top two quarterback, you would want to throw it to him. That's just my opinion. I'm not a coach. But like, that normally translates to winning. I don't know. Call me crazy. But they decided they don't want to win, I guess. So they were like, yo, we're going to throw to, uh, what's his name? Mac Hollins. Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't know. 
Matt Collins. Let's throw to him instead of Devontae Adams. Instead of Darren Waller. Instead of Hunter Renfro. No, instead of Devontae Adams, you're throwing to Matt Collins. He dropped everything. Like, this guy was a bum. And you wonder why you're losing games. Raiders, throw the ball to your superstar. It is not rocket science. <laughs> Literally, it's... Like Derek I have Carr, a, I piece have, of advice. I don't care how many interceptions you throw. Just target Devontae Adams on every single attempt. I don't care if you can't see him because you're crying. Guess where he is and throw it. <laughs> it, it is ridiculous how little you throw the one of the top receivers in the league the ball. But back to the game. The Raiders are going at the end of the game because they had just given up a lead. Shocker. Uh, and so they needed to get that lead back. And they were like, yo, let's try to score by not throwing to Devontae. And so they did that. They were moving down the field. Shocker. And they go, and they threw to the end zone. And Kendrick Bourne. No, I don't know. Some nobody, that's not Devontae Adams, <laughs> caught the ball in the corner of the end zone on a big play. Touchdown, tie game. And it's like, oh my goodness. They go to review. Because they review every scoring play. Yeah, yeah, good. Good job, NFL. His foot. So clearly out of bounds. Everyone knew it was incomplete. Like, the yeah. announcer said it. That bring in that Mike Pereira, who they bring in after every review. He said it. Like, the stadium knew it. Yeah. Like, the rest come out. Everyone's waiting for the, like, the re- re- call has been reversed. The ruling on the field stands. Okay. That made no sense. But now the game is tied with, I don't know. Well, you want to know a really crazy thing? About that play? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Where was this game played at, Caden? Do you know? It was played in Vegas. It was played in Vegas. Do you know what one of the Raiders' main colors are? Black. Oh, what color is the end zone painted in Vegas? Black. It's black. Do you know what color shoes the receiver was wearing when he caught that ball? It was black. No, he was wearing white shoes. Oh, He was wearing white (laughs) shoes. (laughs) Even worse, there was no black in between <laughs> his white shoes and the white out of bounds line. That's so a, such a blatantly missed call. They remembered the tuck rule and they were like, hey, That's yeah, what I was about to say. Yeah, we owe him here. But yeah, so then the game's tied. You're like, Okay, Patriots, you got screwed there. It's all right, get it to overtime, win it in overtime. They won't throw it to Devontae Adams anyway. You'll probably be fine. And so they're going, they're, they're just running it, you know, try, maybe break something free. There's like three seconds left. You're at your own 40. 99.999% of the time, take a knee, send it to overtime, you know? Because of that one play like 50 years ago where they fumbled on something. So mm-hmm. Now everyone just needs it. No. Patriots decide that they want to run. The offensive genius of oh. Matt Patricia. Run the ball. They try they want to run. Okay. Maybe you break something. Worst that happens, you get tackled. You know? No. Wrong. They go. They hand it off. And he gets through the first level and the second level. He honestly looks like he's gone. I yeah. thought he was going to score. On my fantasy team, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. He's going to take it. He ran. I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to score. I stand up and I was like, oh my. He goes, the safety catches up. Oh, he's going to get tackled. No. He pitches it to Jacoby Myers. Why would you do that? The game is tied. You pitch it when you're losing and you need a miracle play. You know, there's, there's, mm-hmm. it's too dumb to do that. Jacoby Myers catches it. He runs backwards, not forwards, runs backwards, winds up like a quarterback, and throws it 30 yards down the field backwards to Mac Jones. Not to, like, anyone else. Player, not like to a anyone receiver, else. He throws it back. to Mac Jones. 
And Chandler Jones, standing right there, is like, there is no way that he just did that. So he jumps up, intercepts, quote-unquote, yeah. the pitch. Kind of pass. Yeah, I don't know, catches a fumble Completely out of the air. Completely ends Mac Jones' life with a stiff arm. Straight into the ground. I'm not going to lie, I love that. <laughs> Completely just stiff arms him in the ground. Takes off, walk off, 50-yard, whatever you want to call it. Touchdown. Touchdown. That was the single... Since when does Bill Belichick team, Bill Be- a Bill Belichick coach team, not know fundamentals? What? <laughs> oh, sweet. Debbie's pulling it up. Here's the play. If you, I'm sure you've seen it, but if you haven't, just feast your eyes on literally the dumbest play you will ever see. Cool. So there's 30. Oh, you can skip forward. Yeah, so. Not good angle. But it will get there. It's literally his feet are so far out of bounds. It's just yeah. oh here we go that's a good one yeah click it like yeah I, I look at that. look like if, like if, pause your zoom in please because that is so far out of balance it's ridiculous yeah but whatever but my question for Jacoby Myers on that pitch play what was your intention what do you think is gonna happen say Chandler Jones wasn't there right. Say just Mac Jones is standing there. What's going to happen? Mac Jones isn't going to catch it. That's what's going to happen. But say he does catch it. What's going to happen then? Mac Jones is going to run for 50 yards for a touchdown. I can tell you wholeheartedly that is not happening. That was the single dumbest play I've seen in my life. Yeah. Like, it's not like you needed to do that. You were tied. tied. Send it to overtime like all the other games this week. Like, there's so many overtime games this week. It was very stupid. But in the Patriots, this was the easiest game left on their schedule. They are fighting for their playoff lives. They quite literally threw away their playoff hopes. Yes. Quite, they yes, they, they legit legitimate threw them away. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers threw away all playoff hopes. But yeah. He's got money on another team. Raiders, you shouldn't be happy with yourself. You're not throwing to Devontae Adams. <laughs> you should be disappointed. Next game, Titans and Chargers. Justin Herbert showing why he's a goat. He struggled. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say he struggled. The interception of all time happened in this game. Did you see it? I did not see this. Herbert one. towards the end of the first half. Herbert was thrown to the sideline. It was, oh, I did see this yes. one. Yes, it was yes. incredible. So he throws it to the sideline. It was like pretty much kind of a throwaway, but it was just like you know throw it deep, see what happens. But it was out of bounds. The Titans guy jumps. The ball is out of bounds. But the Titans guy jumps out of bounds, is in midair, gets the ball, and bats it in. No, he, dude, he catches that. He did? He literally oh. had full control. Like, <laughs> no, because like, cause it, was, it was reminiscent of, if you remember, a number of years ago, probably 2015, 16, the Legion of Boom did the same thing. Richard Sherman is out of bounds. Oh, in he, the playoff game. In, in the playoff game. And he, yeah. jumps, and he jumps out of bounds, and he pushes it back in for Cam Chancellor, yeah. and he catches it. And, you know, runs it out and, it's, oh, what a fantastic interception. This one was so much better for the sole reason of the Tennessee defender caught the ball. He had 100% control of this ball as he's in the air, looks around, says, oh, I'm in the middle of the air. And if I land, I will land out of bounds. <laughs> so you know what I'm going to do instead of catching this? I'm going to throw it back inbounds. To my teammate. <laughs> to my teammate, who will then catch it and it will be ruled an interception. It's incredible. Greatest interception that has ever happened. 
probably ever will happen again. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, regardless, Titans went down. The Titans tied it up with a little bit of time left. Like, it's probably going to overtime. Like, the ninth time today, that game's going to overtime. Awesome Sunday. But then, Justin Herbert's like, whoa, whoa, I'm top five. So he goes, and he executes a great 30-second drive, gets them in field goal range, they kick a game-winning field goal, ball game. Great. It was a it was a good game. It was a very good game. Low scoring, but it was a fun game. Yeah. Derrick Henry had one hundred percent of the Titans rushing yards. Like I was looking at the stats and it's literally like Derrick Henry has I mean how, how I don't I haven't written down how many yards it was, but it's like for this game, they had like hundred and twenty eight yards or something. And then one hundred and twenty of them were for Derrick Henry, and the other one was like Next guy down, he has six rushing yards. Next guy down, he's got like three rushing yards. And you're like, all right. Derrick Henry just is the offense at this point. 100%. He had 104 rushing yards. Yeah, 104 yeah. rushing yards. It's pretty good. The Chargers could squeak into the final playoff spot in the AFC. I'd love, to see, I'd love to see that. It could happen. Definitely a possibility. A great time of the year. Fantastic. Man. All right, this was another one of those crazy comebacks. Uh we're running real short on time, so we got to start yeah, going through these. Frantically, uh, yeah. just, uh, like literally, was like shaking their, the new the new computer screen back there. Um, so this is another really crazy <laughs> comeback, as we've seen all week. Buccaneers, they're like, man, you know, what would be really great is if we kind of just locked up the NFC South and got to the playoffs. We're gonna get steamrolled for a round, but we made it, guys. So they're like, what if we go up seventeen to three at half? Seventeen nothing at one point. 17 nothing at one point, yeah. Going into halftime at 17 to 3, and you're like, all right, this game is over. Very out of hand. 17 points, pretty big. And this Bengals team did the exact thing that the Vikings team didn't do. The Vikings team, in their comeback, they got frantic when they got down. They completely abandoned everything, and they were like, it's like when you're playing Madden and you're like 13 years old and all you do is call Hail Marys because you think that that's the strategy. That's what the Vikings did when they got down and they got desperate and they started faking punts and everything. The Bengals had no fear the entire time. Didn't worry about it. Just methodically, they then stuck with exactly what they knew. 17 points in the third quarter. 14 points in the fourth quarter. Win the game 34-23. Didn't sweat it. Literally... Back to back to back drives to the Bucks and then in turnovers in the second half. They gift wrapped this game to the Bengals. Like it was bad. This Bucks team, there seems to be a trend with the NFC South. They all all teams in the NFC South are bad. And this Bengals team continues to stride. Kind of like they were at this time last year. Yeah. The AFC, the it's kind of scary. There's three really dominant teams in the AFC, and then there's a couple other teams that could definitely be in that mix. All right, uh, New York at football team, uh, New York Giants at football team. I mean, this game is rigged, one hundred percent rigged. Definitely, definitely. Rigged. I was Giants should not have won this game. Washington got down to the very end, down by eight, need a touchdown. They're at like what one yard? They're literally at the one yard line, and. There's like 30 seconds left. They need to score and get the two to send it to overtime. And Terry McLaurin goes up to the line. 
He goes, he points at the ref. He's like, hey, am I good? Because he, he has to get approved by the ref to make sure he's lined up on the line correctly. And the ref said, no, scoot up a little bit. So he scoots up, and then he said, am I good now? And the ref said, yeah, you're good. So he stays there. The ref said, I'm good. They snap it. They hand it off to Brian Robinson. Touchdown. Now all they need is a two-pointer to tie the game. But then flag. Illegal procedure. Offense number 17. They called that on Terry McLaurin, who the ref just said he's fine. And the ref who threw the flag is the same ref who said he was fine. What? I hope he gets fine. No, the, he won't, though. So because terribly. 100%. Wait. This made me mad. This is such a bad look for the NFL. The NFL wants the Giants in the playoffs because that will skyrocket the rankings compared or ratings compared to if Washington is in the playoffs. They want the Giants in the playoffs. Everyone that's not a Giants fan does not want the Giants in the playoffs because this team is pathetic. They're not even fun to watch. This Washington team is fun to watch. Is fun to watch. And they should have won. Oh, and then they'll get me started. So they have to move back and they go for it again. It's fourth down and goal or whatever. They throw it to Curtis Samuel in the end zone. The guy who was guarding him literally bear hugged him. He had his arms locked. Ar- I just completely messed up my mic. He had his arms wrapped around him. No pass interference. No PI. In an incomplete pass game over. Dude, it was horrible. I can't even like begin to tell you. I'm not even a Washington fan, and that made me mad. Yeah. Sometimes calls don't go your way, but it sucks when it's pretty blatantly. Sometimes calls don't go your way, but sometimes calls no, just are rigged. rigged and staged. 100%. All right, last game of the week at Green Bay. Um, I don't know why it is that Baker Mayfield plays better when he doesn't know the playbook. <laughs> And then he knows the playbook, and he sucks. Uh, he <laughs> just nonchalantly said that. I love that. Like, dude, twelve completions on twenty-one attempts. That's not great. Hundred and eleven yards. Again, not great. One touchdown and one interception. Great job, Baker. Slow clap for you. You had everyone believing that you were him. Not us. Not us. We were not fooled. Uh, we were saying all week. This is the Baker uh, cycle. He plays horrible. He gets hated on. He beats a trash team. Raiders. Everyone thinks he's great again. Loses. Everyone thinks he's trash. Cycle repeats. Win, beats a bad team. Yeah. You know, it's a cycle. He beat the Raiders last week. Bad team. Now plays the Packers. Loses. It's the same old Baker. He's not good. Live with it. Deal with it. Yeah. Boring pa- game. Packers have a very, very outside chance to make the playoffs. Ain't oh, gonna. Tom Grassley has ran... Every every <laughs> single cycle, every single simulation that there is to run. <laughs> Maybe they'll make it. They're not making it. For sure. And then this is the Thursday night game this week. Jacksonville at Jets. Big game for playoff implications in the Huge. AFC. Huge. Huge. I got Jacksonville. I think they're rolling right now. I've already said Trevor Lawrence. I'm high on him now. He's not a bust. I was wrong. Give me the Jaguars all day. Here's the thing. I can see on paper either of these teams winning this game. But I got a feeling. Oh, no. And my feeling is telling me Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do think Jacksonville is going to take this game. Yeah, so we agree. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Jets, and I was like, oh, I can't I go. The with... Jets. Huh? I have the Jets. Debbie's got the Jets. Debbie's going Jets. I have, I have the Jets. We'll, we'll see who's feeling better. I got that feeling. I have a 71. That tonight's going to be a good night. Tonight's going to be a good night. 
<laughs> but yeah, do we have our stats? For, uh, yeah. For, so I think I got one more correct game than you did this week, yes, which is the opposite of what you need to be having, but it's okay. But I'm waiting for the referee to tell you that you're lined up correctly when you're clearly a yard off the line. Shoot, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm waiting for the PI in the end zone that they're not going to call. Shoot. I'm waiting for the touchdown where your foot, my foot is clearly out of bounds, but they're going to call it for me anyway. You're waiting for me to pitch it back to Chandler Jones. I'm waiting for it. It's going to happen. It has to happen. For sure. But yeah, I'm at 132. He's at 117. I mean, technically, it's only a 15-game difference. Yeah, it is. And anything there's, can there's happen. There's a lot of weeks of football left. Playoffs, anything can happen. Yeah. I mean, as we can see, anything can happen. We, we saw the games this week. Yeah, so true. If you've stuck around this long... Oh, you, you have been waiting. I've been waiting. If you've stuck around this long, then congratulations. You get the Austin treatment. Thank you for listening to this episode today. <laughs> we will be talking about the World Cup final between Argentina and France. Let me tell you, this is a game for the ages. Lionel Messi has completed football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. He's completed it all. He's done everything. He is officially the GOAT. I don't care, Cristiano Ronaldo, lovers, Messi haters, wherever you are out there. I don't care. Messi is the GOAT, undisputed. That's it. He's, he's the greatest of all time. There's nothing you can say to change my mind now. He's won, he's won everything there is to win. Eat it. Argentina World Cup champions. It was a great game. You should probably go watch the highlights. Or watch the full game, actually. It was only like 140 minutes long. I actually did watch some of it. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of cool. Uh, we went to... um, Crap. We went to some Mexican restaurant to eat. Uh, with... No. Yeah, no. Uh, we went to some Mexican restaurant with some friends to eat after church. And they had the game on in the restaurant. Literally, all of the like the uh, the employees and the servers and everything were all like around all the TVs, like watching. And then when uh, it was two to two, mm-hmm. and then Messi scored to make it three to two, and everyone just goes, "Go!" It was actually kind of cool. Everyone was like, oh! and then uh, me and Brady went left to go home because we wanted to see the start of the NFL games. And so, and then Brady, we were listening to it on the way home, and then Mbappe, how you say his name? Yeah, he scored. And then we're like, oh my! It went to PKs, and so we turned on the PKs, and we were like watching. And then when they won, it was like it was actually kind of cool. But yeah, the the craziness of the NFL this week. I don't think, I don't think us speaking about it. Uh, what's the word? Yeah, I don't think it gave. Thank you, Debbie. I don't think our speaking gave justice to the craziness of this week. Yeah, we we are on a time crunch. Yeah, we went a long time this episode. This was probably one of our longer episodes we had. But it was just so crazy. I mean, it's great. Yeah. I think next week, we're going to have... Oh, next week's going to be depressing because it's not going to be anywhere compared to It's not going to be anywhere near this, but I'm excited because next week, on I want... Saturday. Yeah, all the games oh, are on Saturday this week. They're on Saturday this week. Christmas like, Eve. Yeah, no, it's, it's literally the Sunday, except on Saturday. It's yeah. what it is. Yeah. There's like four games. There's three, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the terrible Christmas games. Yeah. I'm going to do some looking into... For uh, this next episode, I really want to take a look at the playoff picture for each conference. Take a look at what the schedules look like, I what like, each team's chances are. I like that. I want to go into it because we only have three weeks left of the regular season. I like that a lot. I want to take a good look into it. Yeah. Um, I mentioned it in the chat, but if you're just joining us now, um, and for the future listeners, we are going to do a special episode where we go over all the playoffs, where we kind of think players or teams are going to rank, 
who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. Just to kind of reanalyze, like the beginning of the year, we did a uh, we did that For basically, sure. yeah. and you know, you don't know what's going to happen going into it. Now that we have a lot of better, b- bigger picture, it'll be really interesting to see, uh, you know, what our hosts pick and and, and how our pick stacked up at the beginning of the year. Oh, hey, yeah. Niners to the Super Bowl is looking. <laughs> Looking kind of good. Hey, looking like a good pick. But yeah, thanks for listening to this episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Uh, we'll see you this weekend. Have a good Christmas break.